Welcome to the Big MX Radio Podcast, brought to you by Phoenix Handlebars, Alpine Star MX, and Fox Racing. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt, and with us on the line, a very special guest. This is his first time on the podcast, will not be his last, unless you guys aren't really a fan of him, but I guess we'll have to talk about that later. But either way, tear off gaskets, Dylan Kalen. Dylan, how's it going? It's going great, Brad. Um, just here in Grand Bend, Ontario. Bit of a slow morning. We got a power outage, but I uh, just got the, the phone tethered up on the laptop and just uh, making it work. So it's all good. Uh, how are things on your end? Hey, dude, things are fantastic. We're right in the trenches of uh, midterm exam season for, uh, for my college diploma. The end is near on that one. That means two things. A, I got to get a job soon. Two, uh, or B, I definitely have to uh, um, dust off the KTM 252 stroke and then look forward to do some riding soon because uh, the weather is getting nicer and nicer. In fact, right now, uh, the sun is coming into my uh, living room and warming up my apartment. I love it. I uh, I can relate the same way. I put some graphics on my 125 yes. and it's sitting in the shop with a sand tire on it, prepped and ready to go for the opening day at Gopher Dunes, which... Uh, just can't come soon enough. So now, like for, for for those who are listening, we and I don't get a ton of uh, Canadian on a Canadian uh, action on here. Not two Canadian accents happening at the, simultaneously, but this this time we do, and I think there's going to be more of that in the coming year for Big MX Radio. Uh, but whereabouts are you located um, in relation to uh, a place like Gopher Dunes? And like, kind of give me a like kind of lay of the land of Ontario motocross, which as a Canadian. You think we're like things are all very well connected, but of course Manitoba, having been sort of like involved then not involved over the last twenty plus years uh, within uh, Canadian motocross, um, like that that whole area is a bit of a mystery to me as far as uh, like it's, it's quite far for me, but it might not be for you. Yeah, so Gopher Dunes is about an hour and a half from me. Uh, Grand Bend is approximately two hours from the uh, Detroit. So okay. for anybody who's a U.S. based listener, we're definitely I'm in the southwest corner of Ontario here um, and we're right off Lake Huron. I'm only about five minutes away from the lake. So it's a super nice beach town in the summer and our winters here are very mild. Um, I have a house in Edmonton, Alberta, which is basically on the opposite side of the country. And I worked out there in the oil patch in the past to help fund my personal racing career but uh grand bend is now home so this is uh definitely um the california of motocross in canada would be southwestern ontario all of the large manufacturers they're all based out of toronto which is about two two and a half hours from here if you wanted to go to honda yamaha Kawasaki, um ktm's in montreal which is about eight hours from here so it's kind of the hot spot if for motocross in Canada, uh, lots of tracks, as you know, the AMO series, Jetworks, uh, etc. Everyone's kind of based out of Ontario, um, and that's kind of where the forefront of motocross starts from. So, it's good to be back. Um, this is where I was born and raised, and then I lived out in Alberta from 2013 up until 2020, the end of 2020, and uh, recently just moved back here, and uh, it's been a welcome change. So, it's, it's good to be back. 
back in Ontario. That is fantastic. And yeah, like you're, you guys have a little bit longer riding season. Uh, obviously, it's kind of a hotbed. There's a ton of talent that's come out of the, out of there uh, over the, the, the decades. And um, yeah, it would be well connected, including with uh, a guy like uh, Ryan Gauld with the, uh, the Ammo series. Um, fair to say one of the hardest working guys, if not the hardest working guys in Canadian motocross last 25 years consistently. Yeah, right up there. I would say um, Galdi's one that's been involved with, you know, donations. He worked with Stally Bass Promotions back when the CMRC was running everything. And then he's been involved with the Jetworks MRC crowd. And he's recently split off his amateur racing division. And AMO is now a self-sufficient racing organization out of Ontario. So Galdi has definitely um, done well for himself since uh since his announcing days when that was his claim to fame and uh now he has guaranteed mx and yeah it's hard to argue that there is a there is a key group of people in ontario though between Derek schuster at gopher dunes kevin tyler yep. sandy lee um and then you get brett lee at walton and uh it's a really core group of guys with galdi in there as well and thompson's and you have the moto park crowd as well um, which Ian Hayden has recently stepped away from Moto Park, and they have some new owners up there. But that's kind of the hub for motocross in Canada and where a lot of it comes from. There are a lot of other key players, so I don't want to talk down on the Alberta, the amazing scene in Manitoba and Saskatchewan, and as well as, you know, there's uh, the Future West Series in BC, Vancouver Island motocross, and then out east, Mitch Cook has recently started their own race series on top of the uh, East Coast regular um, MRC function. And then uh, Quebec itself is always thriving. They have everything from the FMSQ off-road series to Challenge Quebec and their own Arena Cross series. But uh, Quebec always seems to be a little bit of its own bubble. We never really know what's going on there and where their races are and who's involved uh, outside of the Canadian National when it happens to be at Deschambault. So, that's a little bit of uh, kind of the breakdown for Canadian Moto. No kidding. I think I almost had to get my passport checked with that whole coast-to-coast uh, -coast, uh, analysis. And you're totally right. The French curtain that goes up, uh, you and I probably not well-versed in uh, Palais Francais. Uh, but um, no, that's just the, the lay of the land when it comes to Canadian motocross, of which there are many parts. And uh, I think the one thing that unifies all of us is that we've been inside way too long, no time on our dirt bikes, unless we've uh, put, in, put studded tires uh, on the bike, which are, and, uh, sounds like your climate does not allow for that whatsoever, if not only for maybe a short period of time during the, the, the winter time. Uh, but Dylan, like my issue with riding earlier in the year is like the, you get the, like you're always riding a lot of mud. Sometimes you get intermittent weather. Sometimes you're getting rain. Sometimes you're getting some snow. Like, I always find when I go out there with, with my buddies or I'm doing some off-road riding to start the season off or to go find some sand pits to, to just kind of shake the cobwebs off, is that you're always dealing with, like, some wet conditions and you're, I'm always getting water between my Teros and my lens and I'm ruining things and my, my Terminator lens on my Scott Prospects looks like crap after uh, uh, 10 minutes of riding. Like, can you think of any product that exists out there that might allow me to, A, have like clear vision the entire time that I'm uh, riding as well as uh, kind of like protect my, my whole riding experience. Is there anything out there that exists quite like that? 
great segue, Brad. <laughs> Appreciation on that. Um, absolutely. So that's a great place to start off with the new product that I launched January 4th this year is when the website went live. It's been in the works um, since August of 2020. Um, I created and designed a new product that is a biodegradable adhesive gasket that is thin enough to go between your laminated tear-off stack and the goggle lens. The purpose of the gasket is to stop any water, mud, sand, dust, or debris from entering your field of vision um, during those spring riding, summer storms, GNCC events where you're, you have creek crossings, and uh, any event where you think that your vision could be uh, basically jeopardized due to the conditions of the weather that you're riding in, um, whether that's track watering or mother nature itself. And uh, the gasket is basically, I'm selling them in five packs and 20 packs that are available and they're a one-time use gasket that's pretty easy to install. Um, the design I went with is a very simple, effective design where it does sacrifice a bit of your field of vision on the goggle, but it's guaranteed to work no matter what. Um, and I think as a racer myself and as an ex-pro, that's one thing that I just cannot put a value on when you're sitting on the line and it's pouring down rain or they just soak the track with water before your moto and you're like, man, I really hope I don't get splashed and then I have to toss my goggles because as we know, you can have all the tear-offs or roll-offs in the world on your face, but um, unfortunately, if you get splashed or you get any water or mud in behind that laminated stack or in behind that roll of film from roll-offs, you're basically throwing your goggles, coming into the mechanics area, and starting fresh with a new pair if you have that luxury. Where now with the tear-off gasket brand, um, we can guarantee riders' vision um, under all circumstances, and the gaskets work to additionally be placed between your laminated tear-offs as well. So you can put a gasket, seven-stack, gasket, seven-stack, gasket, seven-stack, and have 21 waterproof guaranteed vision um, tear-offs ready to go for your moto. So it's just one less thing as a racer where you do not have to worry about it on the line and ultimately it uh, is making racing a little bit safer if you were to ask me because your vision port is going to be guaranteed. You're never going to have to be squinting and get cross-rutted or hit a down rider because you couldn't see and you're trying to wear your goggles. And then also, like I said, just the ease of mind when you're sitting on the line that you're not going to have that issue and you can just focus on executing the race the way that you want to. And that's a little bit of a uh, little bit of summary on the new product that recently launched. Hey, this is a sport where we race come like rain, shine, everything in between and every single broadcast that you'll ever hear of or when in the pits when it's raining outside, everyone's going to talk about the fact that you're, you're going to end up with water between uh, the lens and your first set of tear-offs and um, that's basically been like a, a problem that we just can't fix. We've been talking, you, lis you listen to um, a, a broadcast of, from a motocross race at 91 Hangtown where it's just coming down uh, cats and dogs, they talk about it then. You have a race this, this last summer in AMA Pro Motocross or maybe it's the Canadian series, they talk about it, They're, you're gonna get water. We haven't been able to come up with any solution whatsoever 
whatsoever. And, and yeah, like, and, and this is exactly that. This is a solution to that, that issue. Uh, and, and you mentioned that there's like some obstructed view. Now, I would argue that when you're racing in mud, you pretty much always have an obstructed view. And on top of that, you as well as I know, I think we both uh, strap on the blades to uh, to go out and play some hockey every once in a while. Um, that uh, growing up, you you wear a cage. You were that bird cage that everyone uh, loses when they're 18 years old and they can skate around on the beer league ice uh, without, uh, without having to wear it. But honestly, back in the day, wearing the cage, you look past those bars and you don't see it at all all there's there's nothing obstructing your view and there's literally metal bars about four inches maybe two or three inches away from your face at all times um so i don't think anyone's going to really notice um having it on there and actually that's one of the testimonials that's on your website uh tearoffgaskets.com uh from one chris kiefer i think some people might listen to this podcast they probably know who chris kiefer is literally mentions uh him taking off for the very first time and then not seeing uh, the uh, the tear-off gasket uh, border uh, after a short period of time. It's something that your eyes are going to adjust to and then from there on you have that kind of peace of mind and, and the knowing that you're going to be able to race uninhibited uh, without having to check your goggles which is uh, which is a safety concern that I don't think like honestly I've never been comfortable throwing my goggles and uh, this is a this is a solution for that. Absolutely. And uh, like you said, you know, you hit a couple corners, your eyes adjust and away you go. Like when you first put your goggles on, you're going to notice the gasket kind of immediately. It's no different than any time you change your field of vision, but the eyes always adjust. And um, like you said, Chris Kiefer endorsed the product, said that he had adjusted it and he used it at the Glen Helen Vet Nationals in 2020. So if anybody can look back on the Saturday event there as to how watery and wet and muddy the track was. And uh, Chris was able to cross the finish line and still have some tear offs to spare by the end of the moto. And um, Chris is by far probably the pickiest goggle rider that I have ever come across in my history of the sport. Um, as you guys see, he wears the Oakley air brake and I've personally watched Chris purchase that from Rocky Mountain and buy the product because he enjoys the air brake so much and um, just continues to use that. So I was very happy with Chris's response to the gasket and uh, ultimately his testimonial because uh, I've rode with the gasket plenty myself and I use it on dry conditions or anything just to keep the product testing going and uh, any envisions that might come to me when I'm riding and I adjust to it, but it's a little bit different when you're the owner of the brand, you're going to be a little bit biased where Chris, as we know, is a very unbiased product tester and he'll give it to you straight. So, um, that was very fortunate that, uh, Chris backed that product and believes in it as well. And we do have a, I have a host of other off-road riders and some professional riders that do have the gaskets and uh, if you've looked at the weather there's a 90 percent chance of 20 to 25 mil of rain in daytona beach this weekend on saturday so it could be a good opportunity to see some of the gaskets being used at daytona supercross this weekend and as well as the wild board gncc there is a laundry list of top elite riders that have the gaskets and uh, will be running it this weekend so i'm looking forward to that and uh, getting some positive reviews from the riders so let's talk about that, like getting this into the hands of, uh, of some of the top flight pros within the industry and the sport to, uh, to really put um, this product 
through its paces, uh, and what better uh, state to do it than Florida? They talk about having rain there pretty much every other day. Um, like, what kind of feedback have you had from those uh, those individuals uh, as far as like it, it working into their expectations, tweaks to it? Because this product, like you said, it's not even in its first full year uh, of development. Uh, I assume that there will be some uh, some upgrades and, and, and sort of uh, retrofits down the road. But uh, how do you reach out to these types of individuals? How do you get it into their hands? And then uh, how do you accept their feedback once they've uh, put it through its paces? Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, it's definitely a tedious process when you're working with different riders and you're trying to reach out to the media and get the get the brand awareness going. It's it's not as easy as what you would imagine. Um, it's a little bit more complicated than just searching up a rider on Instagram and sending him a DM message. There's a little bit more to it than that. But thankfully, in my past as a racer and the connections that I've made through my own career and the two and a half years I spent working with KTM Canada um, among the other jobs and positions that I've had. I do have a fair bit of contacts, which makes it a little bit easier to uh, lean on the people that you have relationships with and pull those strings to get it going. But ultimately it's uh, being very open-minded, willing to listen to the riders, what everybody's looking for and the best way that you can get it taken care of moving forward to make sure that everybody's satisfied and happy with the product, which I have not had any um, complications at this point. All the riders who have had the product enjoy it, and they're running the exact same product that the customer can go purchase off of the website at this time. So that to me is very important to have a product that is not only used by the best in the sport, but also available to the general public. Because as you and I know, a lot of the helmets boot technology, gear technology, and the parts on some of these elite riders' bikes, they're basically titanium. They're, you can't purchase them, you can't buy it, but with this product, it's very simple design, it's effective, and not to mention biodegradable, and the riders' reviews on it have been great. Um, some of them are using it full-time, some are using it when they feel the need to, and uh, ultimately, a lot of the guys, especially in the GNCC crowd, are starting to move away from roll-offs and using the gaskets and tear-offs because it's a better field of vision. It's guaranteed to work. And uh, as we know with roll-offs, it's always a bit of a gamble. So it's, uh, it's, uh, it's definitely a tedious process working with all these riders because some of them have certain contracts and sponsor agreements. So it's not as easy as sending somebody some product and being like, hey, can you post this on your Instagram page? Um, yeah. if they have a hundred thousand followers and uh, whatnot. So there's a little bit of uh, some challenges to be accepted and to move through with that. But ultimately it's just uh, part of doing business as a new startup. So you got to uh, work with your riders, work with the media uh, dealerships and the consumers to get everything taken care of. Um, even just this week, I had a customer reach out to me directly from Australia who really requested the product and unfortunately we were not shipping worldwide at the moment but uh, he was very sold on it so I took it upon myself to just uh, personally ship him some sample product to try in the meantime and uh, I think that's just it's very important is to treat everybody equally whether it's a consumer that rides off road or a guy that's lining up for a main event supercross and that's kind of the approach that I've been taking and trying to honor with this as uh, as the company grows 
That's incredible, man. I'm so glad to hear that. And, and this here that you're uh, over servicing the account is, uh, is I'm sure, uh, music to the ears of every single person listening. Uh, if you're if you're riding with a 100% Fox Liet, uh, if you're if you're in the Oakley Airbrake or the like I said the Fox Airspace slash Main uh, or the Scott Prospect, uh, there are uh, tear off gaskets for you, and you can go to the website tear off gaskets dot com and uh, go ahead and order that and actually uh, I believe Big MX Radio 15 saves you 15% as well and if you can't if you don't remember that uh, uh, that code there's a code that pops up when you open the website so uh, you're saving 15% right off right off the hop and um, <clears throat> yeah Dylan uh, will we'll hook you up and like honestly Dill this is a really interesting uh, um, product that was basically created through the necessity, and it's almost like the, you can thank last year's Canadian National Series for the business you have right now because it was an absolute quagmire at like 80% of the races that were held last year. Uh, and, and and this is where you really saw the need because uh, we did, it was almost like the Japanese Nationals. It was just rain and rain and rain and rain. Yeah, absolutely. And that's kind of where the idea came to me um, was just this past summer and I was wrenching for a uh, Davey Fraser on the Carlson Racing team at the time. I just recently finished up working with a group of my amateur riders at the Canadian National because that's uh, personally what I do full-time is coach and train riders from mini bikes up through the okay. co-division and also build motocross tracks and prep, refurbish, kind of whatever the customer may need on that aspect. So. I was uh, just spinning some wrenches for Davey, and that's when it all came about, was at the second Walton race of the 2020 Rockstar Triple Crown Nationals at the time, and uh, just really looking at it and trying to break it down, like half the riders are throwing their goggles, and I just, it really hit me at that point, like this is 2020, we have a lot of technology, a lot of resources to make things happen, and um, why are we still struggling with this issue, like how has this not been rectified, and of course, there's the perimeter seal tear-offs out there, which are extremely expensive to purchase and limited in what goggles they come with right now, which you can only purchase the perimeter seal for the 100% Armega or the Oakley Frontline. And their design, unfortunately, has a little bit of compromise to it, um, is the adhesive value, and it doesn't work that great because their seal is basically just an adhesive stripping that is at the perimeter of the tear-off. So that was kind of where originally i'm looking at this and i'm looking at roll-offs and what's out there and what we can make work and i went with a completely different design to get a compressible material and i brought the design in a little bit from the perimeter of the goggle to ensure that it's guaranteed to work and that was ultimately what i really wanted to do is have a product that i know is going to work is biodegradable it's not going to be any issues with the track there's no additional littering and very simple to install like you, to put this on your goggle you know, you're not doing anything crazy. Some of us professional racers, when we're doing our motos and there's these really bad mud races, you guys won't see this on TV, but guys, uh, they use silicone around the perimeter and then they stick their tear-offs over top of it. And it's just kind of this mess and this whole art in itself. And I've simplified the whole process with this gasket and one-time use, super easy. You just peel the adhesive backing off. You kind of size it up on your goggle lens stick it on there, pull the top adhesive backing off, um, which is no different than what you would come on a pair of graphics, 
and then you just throw your seven stack over top give it a little firm press around where the gasket is and you're good to go at that point in time and uh, as far as removal when you're pulling the tear off the gasket is splits in half so the top half of the gasket is going to stick to your tear off and the bottom half would stick to your goggle lens and then when you're removing it from your lens it doesn't create any damage if you have a reflective lens a prism lens or just a standard clear lens it's very easy to just pull that off in one piece give it a little wipe down and you're good to go again and uh, a lot of the other riders who are using you know whether it be the roll-offs with the the indents on it or the perimeter seal it sticks directly to and it causes a lot of scratching of the surface and damages the tear-offs damages the lens and then ultimately starts to sacrifice the quality of vision that you have and I'm very happy to say that with our product that does not happen so uh, it was uh, a few generations of different prototypes that I was working with and different materials and a lot of trial and error and as the nationals wore on this past summer we had the Canadian champ Jess Pettis running our product at Sandalee because as you said it seemed to just rain every single weekend and between rounds uh, you know I'm running around and I have a non-disclosure in my hand and then I'm spinning wrenches and then at night sitting at the table and I got my exacto knife and my scissors and my sharpies and I'm rulers and basically just full arts and crafts inside the Carlson racing rig and that was kind of how this whole product was developed as it was race tested in some of the most diverse conditions that you can get in motocross with pouring rain and sand and mud and heavy clay and uh, at that point in time the product was working and we've made a lot of um, changes to it as originally we were using neoprene and we moved away from that to a product that has some biodegradable properties to avoid any issues and complications in the future with that because we wanted to ensure that we could offer it to everybody and uh, overall this is kind of the product that we've settled on for right now and we do have plans to grow and expand and offer a future design um, as the patent reads it uh, covers several different design opportunities and that's what uh, we're looking to do in the future as we grow but um, as you know with new businesses things take time and uh, we're just chipping away with this product right now and brand awareness and activation but Super happy with the product that we have and uh, excited to see what happens in 2021. There you go, a Canadian entrepreneur with a solution for uh, for not getting water between your lens and that first tear off. Basically just ruins your visions, ruins your race, and uh, probably has been the difference between uh, uh, some serious results over the years of, of racing motocross, certainly probably in, in your case, racing over the years. Uh, is this a product that uh, you as a racer uh, growing up, of course, you're a uh, former Canadian pro, uh, washed up and all that now, but uh, is this something that you would have uh, readily put into your, uh, your, your program uh, as a professional when you were um, twisting the throttle and, uh, and just, just living that rock star life? Yeah, absolutely. It was something that I would have had. And to be honest with you, um, when I was dealing with goggle guys at the time, and I was a long time Oakley athlete through my racing career is it was something that essentially the goggle guys would have had for their riders that they were backing and supporting to give them goggles that uh, were guaranteed because this isn't an option that a lot of the goggle companies can even offer at this point in time. So that was really where it would have come from. But absolutely. I remember putting the electrical tape on the top of my goggle lens and then cutting the foam out of the bottom and 
using Vaseline and using silicone on the really bad races and then forgetting about it and then destroying a pair of goggles because they sat in a Ziploc bag for a week with silicone and everything was stuck together. And uh, it's definitely a product that I wish I would have had back in the day and I will continue to use myself when I'm out riding and training and, and coaching as well. So uh, it's it's great to, to see it come full circle and something that I know that I would buy even if I wasn't the person who designed it. I would go and be purchasing this product and I'd be throwing it in my goggle bag and keeping it in there with the gear because you just never know with Mother Nature when you're out at the races. Uh, a lot of us don't have the Southern California weather and uh, we have to deal with that and be prepared. So it's just something that uh, I think a lot of riders are going to, once the awareness is there, purchase it and always have some gaskets loaded up in their gear bag just in case um, when they're out riding to make sure that their vision isn't going to be an issue. 100%. Like, this is, uh, that's exactly my plan with this, is that you were nice enough to send me uh, some of these tear-off gaskets, um, free of charge, by the way, uh, not to, to make my uh, listeners jealous, but I'm super stoked on these things, and I would have purchased them otherwise if you hadn't uh, uh, been so generous, but uh, tearoffgaskets.com, they can find them as well. And um, my plan with this is to put them into my gear bag, my, my OGO uh, 9800 uh, outside pocket, make sure that they're at the ready uh, so that when, because uh, you you know I'm a, I'm a fair, well, fair weather rider, but with this in hand, I don't have to be. And uh, yeah, if, if you can unlock a few extra uh, ride days for me throughout the year for a guy that only gets to ride maybe... 30, 40 hours a year, uh, you're, you're adding to my riding summer, and I appreciate that, uh, Dylan, and uh, these, these these things are going to be a, a valued member of my, my gear bag, and uh, once I run out of them, I'll have to reorder, uh, but this is this is fantastic, and like whether it be motocross, off-road, or even, I could see this being huge in the side-by-side -side world, because you, you as well as I know, those guys go out in all kinds of ridiculous uh conditions and stuff like that this is going to be uh i think this is going to be a, a game changer for a lot of people who like to uh get dirty yeah absolutely and we sell the product in five packs and 20 packs and we currently have nine different models available which covers 11 to 12 different types of goggles and we will be expanding but just due to being a new startup inventory is always a bit of an issue if uh, any of the customers out there are would like to purchase product but don't see a gasket that is designed for their goggles specifically, feel free to just fire me an email and I'd be more than happy to possibly coordinate with you guys and find a gasket that's going to work for your goggle. And if the demand is high enough for certain goggles, then I will add that gasket into our inventory and make it so that it is purchasable for you guys. And uh, you can get the product directly on the Shopify website or you can go to tearoff underscore gaskets on Instagram or tearoff gaskets on Facebook. And we do have Instagram, Facebook shopping up and running at this point in time. Awesome. And a five pack is $19.99 and a 20 pack is $39.99, which would guarantee you, you know, 27 stacks of waterproof vision, which is plenty get everybody taken care of. So we, we have the five pack there for essentially uh, entry level people who want to test the product, but afterwards, you know, they go ahead, they purchase the 20 pack, they can put it in their, their gear bag. It's going to last them a few race weekends a month, depending on the weather and what type of racing they can do. So we kind of have a consumer friendly 
entry level product and then we also sell it in the 20 pack which is a more affordable price at uh, 39.99 for 20 of them and uh that's really the overall goal right now is we targeted the uh most popular goggles obviously moving forward just to get it the out there and cover the top riders but we do have plans of adding in additional brands and eventually developing and designing a universal gasket that will work for a wide range of goggles which may sit in a little bit more into the interior of the lens but uh will guarantee your vision and will work with a wide variety so it's just something that we kind of have in the works and are looking forward to adding to our list of inventory in the future well if i'm a canadian i'm not, I'm not seeing ogs on this list like i'm a bit hurt but like so what, what's my solution do i just call you and just you break out the scissors or what yeah, so we do have some OG optic gaskets here, and we are working on getting it into our inventory. Um, on the backside of our website right now, it's actually all set up as a draft. Um, oh. But Kyle Snellgross of OG Optics has ha does have some gaskets in stock on his end of things, and he will be outfitting his PRMX and their elite amateur riders. So we're happy with the gasket design and to be able to work with another fellow Canadian company. And we also have the 100% Gen 2 gaskets sitting here currently just uh, working on getting it into the inventory and packaged up for our consumers at this time. So look forward to those two additional products being added to our inventory line. Fair enough. Well, I, that's awesome, dude. Product of Canada, super stoked to see this company become more and more successful as the weeks go by. Uh, and uh, and you yourself, from from your your professional days racing motocross, uh, you had some of the sickest setups over the years, especially that uh, when you're number eight, the red and black uh, look that you had going on. I don't think there's like... For my money, the last 10 years of, of, of Canadian moto, I don't think there was a, like a tighter overall package look wise than, than than you i think that was 2000 i want to say 15 maybe 16. yeah 2015 was definitely uh the season for me where i was able to uh, put the number eight on my bike from the 2014 season which was i was very happy with that personally with my racing career at the time because i i worked the entire winter up until april 30th before the 2014 season, which left me at the time about four weeks to prep for the Canadian Nationals. So there was no California trip, there was no nothing like that. And uh, basically went from working 68 days straight pipelining up near Fort McMurray into right into riding moto. So I was very happy with that. And then 2015, unfortunately, is kind of where the, uh, the dream ended for me when I, uh, Terrible, terrible, but a lot of riders have this story is getting injured in a photo shoot. And I was essentially going kind of walking speed, and uh, we had some snow the day before on May long weekend. Yes, May long weekend in Canada around Edmonton, you do get snow occasionally. Oh, yeah. And uh, went down, twisted the, the knee, and out went my ACL, MCL on my left knee. And at that point, I didn't have an ACL in my right knee. So it... Um, it was a lot to take in at 23 years old and I had just invested, you know, about $20,000 into myself that winter down in California with buying bikes and spent his $5,000 in factory connection to do some testing and get everything done up. And it was uh, an unfortunate end to it, but I'm grateful that it happened now because at 27 years old, 
I have my own coaching and training track building business, spent some time with KTM Canada and learned a lot about business there and as well worked at dealerships, operating equipment and uh, I feel like I have a lot to offer outside of just racing dirt bikes and I'm, I'm kind of grateful looking back on it now that it all worked out that way. And it was nice to take a little bit of a time in between that 23 years old to 27 now, stepped away from the sport. And now I just have a deeper love and passion for it than I've ever had. And I think that's kind of what's led me into this entrepreneurial position and, and launching a new product and a, a brand that I can get behind and I think riders can respect and, and use in the future. So just really happy with uh, the way things work. And it's funny how life does that sometimes and uh, just surrendering to that and enjoying the moment and uh, just following the path is what uh, what leads into the future. Well, there you go. Not not all of us can have long, successful careers like one Davey Frazier, who uh, probably could have used tear-off gaskets in 2007 when he was uh, uh, taking part in that good times moto uh, in uh, uh, Morden, where uh, they've canceled the second motos, but they put the purse on the line for the second 450 moto, where it was basically just Davey on the line with uh, a bunch of Manitobans. He was able to take the win. Uh, actually, yeah, I, no, he didn't take the win. That was, uh, uh, that's a trivia question right there. That was um, uh, David Ladarni out of uh, out of Beaujolais, Manitoba, taking the win in that race. Uh, it was ridiculous. I think the, maybe six to eight bikes started that race, maybe three or four st uh, ended that race. Unbelievable. Uh, and yeah, they probably could have used that. But uh, yeah, man, cool to see that you've, uh, that your your whole experience with moto has kind of come full circle and now uh, contributing back to it, molding the minds and the and the, the riding techniques uh, of young riders in Canada. Uh, no, no, uh, no small task and uh, taking that on as well. That's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. It's, um, that's where my, where my real passion is, is, is coaching and working with riders and uh, the elite level is definitely great to work with, but I do work with a lot of entry-level riders as well, and I do have an exciting partnership with a local motocross facility that's well-known in Canada that's going to be announced on March 8th, so I'm looking forward to that as well, and uh, that's my real passion, like I said, and we, um, when I started tracks and training, I devoted $10 from every race clinic to Road to Recovery because I have some ex-teammates and colleagues um, who are paralyzed from racing in the sport of motocross, and I'm still good friends with them. So it was something that I took on personally to donate some funds that are generated through my company to the Road to Recovery to help injured riders and uh, just really trying to make the sport a safer place to be for people i think we have a little bit of an astigmatism that motocross is a bunch of crazy people and it's a dangerous sport and uh, i feel that i want to take it upon myself to help coach and train these riders to use the controls make intelligent decisions when they're on the track and and just raise their awareness on what they're doing out there and uh, that's what i really like to do and that's what i spend the majority of my time with during the summer months so Really looking forward to getting out there and doing that and then also, you know, being able to work with my riders and offer them the tear-off gasket product on top of everything else that I kind of have going on. So it's, it's just great to be involved with racing and uh, be my own boss in that way and pick the relationships that I want to nurture and flourish and move forward with the direction and the vision that I see for the brands. And just really grateful to be in this position in 2021. And looking forward to hopefully the 
world pandemic dissipating um, this year as things move on. I mean, it's pretty unknown at this point in time, but fingers are crossed to have some more availability to be able to travel down south and go to some races and be able to work with the rider hands-on with the product and as far as coaching goes as well. So looking forward to a bright future and ready to get this moto season started up here in Canada. Hey, totally agree, my friend. Can't uh, can't wait to get uh, Nobby's back in the dirt. Uh, it'll be probably about six, eight weeks for me, probably a little bit less for you. Um, but once it comes time, it'll be uh, it'll be wide open, riding all summer and uh, taking advantage of the warm weather. Dylan Kalen here on the Big MX Radio podcast, brought to you by Alpine Stars MX, Fox Racing, as well as Phoenix Handlebars, and um, yeah, tearoffgaskets.com dot com as well as you can go through uh, Facebook and Instagram to purchase that stuff. Uh, go ahead and, and look at the the website, guys. Go find yourself something and uh, and protect your vision and uh, protect your days of riding by uh, by employing some uh, tear off gaskets into your uh, everyday program. I think that people are really going to like this, Dylan. Absolutely, I appreciate the time, Brad, and looking forward to uh, generating some sales through the big. MX Radio 15 discount code at checkout, guys. If you want to support Brad and his platform, use that. And uh, every little bit helps for him and myself during this process and ultimately gets you guys guaranteed vision when you're out at the track this summer. And uh, feel free to tag us on Instagram and share away. And we'd be more than uh, happy to promote you guys out riding. And uh, again, appreciate the time and being on the podcast, Brad. Looking forward to it. And uh, hopefully, we can discuss some racing here as things start to open up and the nationals and some gate drops happen in June and July up here in Canada. It'll only be a matter of time, my friend. And like I, I prefaced at the beginning of the podcast, this uh, this might be your first time on the show. Definitely won't be your last. I could definitely see you coming on to, to break some things down as uh, Dylan Wright, Jess Pettis, and the boys all uh, get to work in the next couple of weeks here. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Awesome, man. Appreciate the time. As always, this is a fantastic uh, time for us to get together, chit-chat about moto. Uh, it feels like forever since we had a Supercross race. We had that weekend off, so uh, great to hear from you, and uh, we'll definitely call you up again sometime. All right, Brad, looking forward to it. You have yourself a great afternoon out there in Manitoba, and we'll be in touch. And with all the listeners, head over to www.tearoffgaskets.com. Give us a follow on Instagram, and we'd be uh, more than happy to outfit you guys with some product and guarantee your vision this summer. Beautiful. Do not hang up just yet, my friend, but for podcast sake, we're going to cut it off right there.